Welcome to the Taproom PostNet Podcast. I am Delta04, and we will be covering the Nets topic of the week. Welcome, y'all. I am Delta04, located in the Redoubt of the South. This is Tapron PostNet Podcast, episode 14-08. Every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, Tapron has an amateur radio HF net. The primary purpose for the net is to promote self-reliance and preparedness in all aspects of modern life. The goal of the net is to share and disseminate information that can help everyone achieve individual independence and self-reliance. During the net, we'll have a topic of the evening. So this podcast is a summary of the combined knowledge our check-ins share during the Tapern net. If y'all have questions about Tapern, feel free to go to the following website, www.amron.com. Phonetically, that's www.alpha-mike-romeo-romeo. OscarNovember.com. In the beginning of this year, the Amron Group and Tapron Group merged, so you can find Tapron information, including the net schedule and frequency, at the Amron site. All right, let's take a quick break, and then I'll provide y'all a net check-in report, and then we'll finally cover the July 27th Tapron net topic. And we're back. For July 27, 2014, Tapern had a total of 31 check-ins from the following states. Six from Virginia, five from Florida, four from Georgia, two from Ohio, two from South Carolina, two from Kentucky, and two from New York, and one each from the following states. Oklahoma, North Dakota, Tennessee, Kansas, Arkansas, Michigan, Mississippi, and West Virginia. Thanks, everyone, for checking in. The topic of the week was saving seeds. While it's not a hard thing to do and costs nothing but a little bit of time to save seeds, the check-ins gave some great advice and suggestions on how to make sure you get the highest success rate possible for every year's planting season. If you have considered saving seeds in the past but haven't done so yet, here are a few different reasons that might convince you to start. First of all, you can't get much easier than cutting up a vegetable, drying out the seeds, and saving them for next year. Talk about super cheap and easy storage that doesn't take a lot of room at all. Another reason is it is a way to make sure you have seeds to plant for future crops, even if the balloon takes off and there's no online store to order from or a big box store to purchase some. A check-in brought up an excellent third reason. If you save back a few more than you think you'll need, those seeds will be a great item to barter with. So if you haven't started saving seeds yet, maybe consider starting this year. First of all, saving seeds will only work with heirloom seeds. If you haven't already done so, I suggest you start gardening with heirloom seeds now. If you don't know where to start, do an internet search because there's a lot of information out there on the subject. A couple of suggested websites were seedsavers.org and heirloomseedswap.com. 
One other website is howtosaveseeds.com. If you are interested in getting a book about seed saving, check-in stated the book to get is Seed to Seed by Suzanne Ashworth. It is considered the Bible on seed saving. And just as a side note, the check-ins also had a short discussion on companion planting. While it's not related to seed saving, I just wanted to mention it in case you also wanted to look up that subject while you were also doing your internet search. There are several different types of heirloom vegetables to choose from, but there are a lot of different varieties of each type. Consider growing a few different varieties, especially when you are first starting out. A little bit of trivia. One check-in said Thomas Jefferson grew 19 different varieties of lettuce in his garden. Now that's a lot of lettuce, folks. It can take several growing seasons to figure out which varieties work best for your specific property. To save yourself some valuable time, you can go to your county extension service and try to find out which varieties grow best in your local area. You might have a choice that can work in your area, but until you try them at your specific property, you won't know which ones work best for you. Whichever varieties provide the most produce, make sure to save those seeds for next year. Next, let's talk about the different methods of cleaning seeds. We'll start with the easiest and work our way to the harder type of seeds to process for saving. A popular and probably the easiest of all the seeds to process for saving is the bean. If it's a pole bean, just pick several long ones, let them dry, and get the beans out of the pod. For the bush bean, for us personally, we let the beans dry out on the plant anyway. So since the bean is already dried out, simply crumble the pod to get the beans out of the pod and you are done. Corn is another easy vegetable seed to process. There are two approaches. You can either let the cob dry on the stalk keeping in mind you may need to put some netting around the cob to keep the bugs and the birds out of it, or you can pick the corn, shuck it, and let it air out on the table, rolling the cob over a little bit every few days. There will get to a point where the kernels dry out. They will actually look shriveled up, and you can vigorously rub your hand over the kernels until they loosen and finally let go of the cob. Just a side note, if you like to snack on sunflower seeds, you can use the same approach with sunflowers. The only difference with sunflowers is, if you cut them off, you cover them up with some fine netting and then hang them upside down by the stem in a warm place like a garage or attic to dry out. One final note about corn. Save quite a few seeds. One check-in suggested a minimum of 100. Corn likes to grow in a large gene pool. We go by the general rule of a minimum of four rows that have at least 15 stalks in each row. Including the thinning out process, you can see how quickly you get up to needing at least 100 seeds for each year's crop. More popular vegetables like squash, zucchini, and cucumbers are what they call a wet seed. You let them grow really big to make sure they have completely matured. Full maturity is very important. After setting them aside for about two to three weeks, it won't look pretty, but trust me, it's doing its thing, folks. Simply cut into the vegetables, remove the seeds and whatever surrounding pulp you get, put it all in a bowl of water, and use your fingers to gently loosen the seeds from the pulp. The general rule is healthy seeds sink to the bottom, and any dead seeds and most of the pulp will float. Carefully pour off what's floating. Then lay the remaining healthy seeds on a paper towel or paper 
plate. Some say a ceramic or glass surface works best so they don't stick. From that point, you have a few different options. You can lay them out in the sun to dry. Remember those DIY framed window screens we talked about during our dehydrating topic? That would be a great item to use. Or you can place them on an oven-safe glass or ceramic tray to pop them in the oven at a very low temperature. One check-in said they dry their seeds out by placing the paper plate on top of a hot water heater. Let them stay there for about two to three weeks, flipping the seeds every week. A word of caution. Some folks on the internet talked about using a dehydrator to dry out seeds. There are mixed reviews about that. Feel free to try it, but take care not to dry them out too long. Some folks claim that the dehydrator dries them out too quickly. The last and slightly harder type seed to process is the tomato seed. This wet seed doesn't require, but some strongly suggest it should first be fermented. To ferment these seeds, squeeze the seeds and pulp into a jar, add a little water, and keep in a 75 to 85 degree environment for two to five days. As soon as you start seeing some bubbling or foam at the top, pour them into a bowl of water and finish processing them like we did with the squash and zucchini seeds. One check-in said to take extra caution with the fermentation stage because if they ferment too long, they can actually start to germinate, which ruins your chances of having healthy seeds for storage. Okay, you've dried out your seeds, but you don't want to risk it by waiting until next year to find out if they are actually going to sprout. Some check-ins even said they've had mixed results when it comes to saving seeds and would like to test them out beforehand. No problem. A simple test that one check-in suggested was to wrap a few seeds up in a wet paper towel and set them aside for 10 to 12 days, keeping the paper towel moist. After that 10 to 12 days, uncover them and you should start seeing some sprouting. The last thing is to actually store the seeds. Most folks simply put their seeds in a paper bag or Ziploc bag, label them, and store them in a cool, dry place for next year. If you are interested in storing them for a longer time, maybe consider vacuum sealing them. One check-in stated they put theirs in an ammo can for storage. Another check-in mentioned putting seeds in a PVC pipe with caps on both ends, sealing them up, and burying the PVC pipe underground to keep them cool. This is especially a good idea idea to keep in mind for a backup plan if the balloon takes off and you live in a very hot climate with no air conditioning. Another check-in said they've been storing theirs in the freezer for years and the seeds do just fine. You might be asking how long you can store seeds and still sprout when you need them. I don't have a definite answer, but I can tell y'all we've been using seeds that were at least a couple of years old and they did just fine. And one quick final note, a couple of check-ins also mentioned fruit trees and one whether to save seeds or graft the trees. The consensus was it's best to graft fruit trees. Whether you've been gardening for years or first starting out, consider using heirloom seeds and saving your seeds for future crops. No matter if it's an emergency or normal times, it's a wonderful investment. Don't forget to try different varieties. It might sound a little corny, no pun intended, but you can't help to crack a little smile when you see that little bit of green sticking up out of the soil from the seed that you've personally saved from the previous year. Happy seed saving, everyone. All right, y'all, that is all for this episode. A special thanks to those who checked into the net and provided us all the great information to share. God bless everyone. Until next week, this is Delta Zero Four, clear.